Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about how the entrance of God's Word brings light. This is a passage of scripture from Psalm 119, where David says, the entrance of God's Word brings light. And lately, I've just been thinking about this, just taking some extra time to delight in God's Word. You read through Psalm 119, David just talks about how he delights in God's word, in God's laws, in God's commandments, how they're a light to his path. The entrance of his word brings light. Just been thinking about this. This this verse just keeps coming back to mind over and over again. The, the entrance of his word brings light. Some versions say it's the unfolding of his word that brings light. Proverbs tells us that God's word is coming into our eyes and ears as like medicine to our bodies. It's like light to our system. And so we're going to take communion over this today. Asking God to help us to understand this, the importance of his word and how his word brings light. And lately we've also talked about the entrances and the exits. About how in Ezekiel, God told Ezekiel when he's showing him the, I believe it's the millennial temple. Pay attention to the entrances and the exits. Pay attention to those because those are important. Because it's the entrance of his word that brings light. So let's get started with prayer. And then we'll go through our filters for today and we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening. Their families, their friends, everybody connected to them. And all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light. Into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us. And the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe, the same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal. And do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God 
and to give me a little nudges back in the right direction just in case I ever get off track. They also serve as a way to filter my decision-making. And I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13, 22 changed the course of my life. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. And so I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And he was so faithful, he began to show up, he began to teach me, he began to train me. And he taught me this whole new way of living. A completely different way to operate my life, where we make him the center, we make him the source. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. We learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. We're walking in faith. We're walking in love. We're walking in gratitude, forgiveness. And it took me a while to understand how to walk in these, some of these things. I went through some struggles at times. And one thing I would say is we have a decision to make every day. Are we going to walk in the light or are we going to walk in the darkness? Things will test us every day. And for a while I wavered in this. I'm still learning how to walk this out as well. But one of the biggest things I learned is one of the shortcuts to stay in position in the light all day long. And we can get right back into light. It just takes a second to get back in if we ever get off track. We can get right back in the light. Gratitude. Gra things like gratitude and forgiveness get us right back into the light instantly. Now, as I was learning these lessons, I just began to document what I was going through. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints that we have now called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to build abundant life training centers all over the world that are making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he's going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance we have in Christ. This promised land with all these precious promises God has given us in Christ. And this year, God's been teaching us how to walk in those promises, how to possess them, how to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. Imagine two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you've got a basket full of the issues and problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, toiling away in our mind, trying to figure it all out. Just carrying the weight and the stress and the pressure of those problems. Or we could cast those cares over into that basket, give them over to God. And we can turn around and we can start magnifying God by filling up the basket of praise. Praising him for who he is. That he's our healer, he's our provider, he's more than enough. He's an ever-present help, he's the God of all grace, the God of all hope, the God of all comfort, the God of all peace. He's a God of order. He is, I am. He's the Lord Almighty. Nothing's impossible for him. And we can start praising him for all the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever problem we threw into that other basket, he's got a promise for us. If we'll begin to seek him out 
Ask him, what's the promise you have for this area? So I can begin to believe you for it. I can begin to rest in that promise. And then we can look back and we can start praising him for all that he's already done in our lives. Because if he's done it once before, he's going to do it again. It's going to help us to walk in those promises. And then this month in November, our filter has been recording your journey. In the Old Testament, God had Moses record the journey to the promised land with the stages and the phases. And I believe for us, in a similar way, it's very important for us to record our journey. That's how our whole program started, just recording my own journey. And we've been believing God this month in November for a systematic way, something like a workbook or a journal, but a systematic way that we can record our journey. And it serves as something for our own selves to keep us on track, to give us nudges back in the right direction, to track our progress. But hopefully it's going to be a source of encouragement and inspiration for us to be able to look back on and to be able to one day pass it on to future generations. Here's the things that I learned. Here's the things that I went through. Here's all that God brought me through so that they don't have to learn those lessons from scratch again. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, our filter has been free choice or free will. This time in November, think of the yearly cycle as a, a circle of a year or a 360 degree view of God and who he is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year, give us different views, give, it, give, it, give us different glimpses of God. They teach us more about him. And in November, I found it's often a major time of transitions. Where he begins to shift the pieces around. He begins to move things around and transition us to the next level. But remember, all along his path, he gives us the choice. He gives us free will, free choice to keep moving forward with him. His word is a light to our path. He gives us the choice, though. We can keep moving forward with him, or we can choose to go our own way. And today I want to talk about how his word is a light to our path. The entrance of his word brings light. Just a short scripture today. This is David in Psalm 119, verse 130, one of the longest chapters in the Bible. It says, the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. Some versions say the unfolding of his word gives light. As Heavenly Father, this is a simple passage of scripture, but I think it's so deep. Help us to understand how the entrance and unfolding of your word brings us light. How your word is a light unto our path. How it gives us understanding. And once we have understanding, it leads to knowledge. It leads to knowing what to do. asking for your help to walk in this consistently. And we're going to take communion over this here. But why do we take communion every day? Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. And there's something so powerful about just taking a few moments to remember him every day. The Apostle Paul says, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. 
And as we take communion today, we're believing that God's going to be helping us to walk in this from this point on, that the entrance of his word gives light. It gives us understanding. The unfolding of his word gives us light. It means there's depth to it. There's layers to it. So Father, we thank you on the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray and God laid upon Jesus the sins and iniquities of us all by his stripes who've been healed. He was crushed. He was destroyed by God, smitten by God so that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him in heavenly places. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union back together with him. Of being joined together as one. It's a time for us to celebrate that and to remember that today. So Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with God. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, let's talk about some health and fitness stuff real quick. I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. I want to talk about, I just, I came across something the other day. It's like an infomercial. It was on in the background somewhere where I was. And it was talking about how circulation or blood flow in the body improves memory. Circulation or blood flow in the body improves memory. Think about when we take communion. Thinking about the blood of Jesus increases our memory of him. One of the most important aspects of health is circulation because the Bible tells us the life of the flesh is in the blood. So a simple way that we work on that every day. Number one, we start every workout every day with calf raises because sometimes the blood gets stagnant down in the legs and feet. So we start to circulate the blood by moving the feet. And then we do what's called the daily mobility routine to open up the body, to increase the flow of circulation in the body with the daily mobility routine. 
to open up the body so blood can get into those areas. Because I believe there's a connection. We talk about in my book, Cracking Heaven's Code. There's a connection between blood and light. There's a connection there. A little deeper probably than we need to get into today. But, but there's a connection between those two. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center dot com.